Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Fascinating is the situation in Dallas with the Cowboys and specifically with the quarterback because while the pressure has all been coming from the outside, all of a sudden, more of it is coming from the inside. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance coming to you live from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Take a listen to C.D. Lamb yesterday on 105.3 The Fan down in Dallas talking about his quarterback. All the offense is in Dak's hands now. However he's feeling versus the coverage, if he likes the matchup, we're going to call that play. If he likes whatever he likes versus zone, he's going to call that play. So technically it's all in Dak's hands. We move him much faster at a different pace. Chris, that was 12 seconds, and twice in 12 seconds, C.D. Lamb said... It's all in Dak's hands right now. Now, Dak and Jerry Jones both said that Dak is going to throw fewer INTs this year. We could talk about the pressure of winning and those kinds of comments. But you know what I just heard? Mm. A wide receiver who hasn't been paid yet, who's kind of annoyed after all the interceptions last year. That was not, hey, I got my guys back. You won't look out. He's going to go chuck it all over the lot this year. And I know there were more comments where he's talking about deep balls and all that to add context. When you say that in that confined um, an amount of time, you are delivering a bigger message. And that is exactly what C.D. Lamb is doing right there. And that pressure, it's going to ramp up on Dak Prescott this year. Yeah, I mean, there's pressure. Internally. There's pressure on both Dak and Mike McCarthy. And everybody wonders... When Jerry Jones is talking about being judicious with his money, does that equate to a Dak Prescott extension being worked out at some point uh, over the 2023 season? So I don't know that that's where we're at. They've had plenty of time to do that if they were going to go that route because we also have to acknowledge that Dak Prescott in 2024, in his final year of the four-year contract that he signed, has got a $60 million cap hit, big fella. $60 million. They've got to do something with Dak Prescott. Now, that either means that they're going to extend Dak Prescott, which means give him more money, or they're going to have to move Dak Prescott. But it's interesting that CeeDee Lamb chose this time and space to make those comments about Dak because this is another player that's negotiating with the organization for his long-term deal, and he wants to get it done before the 2023 season starts. But in that bite that he had to 105.3 The Fan yesterday, CeeDee Lamb said, The offense is in Dak's hands now. And a part of that bite that we didn't hear was this. It's not necessarily being called from Mike or Kel since last year. It's all on Dak. Again? And I quote, and I quote, it's not being called from Mike or Kel, that being Kellen Moore from last year. It's all on Dak. He is putting this squarely on Dak Prescott's shoulders in terms of what this offense is going to look like this year. That, that, that's what it is. It's like, 
We talked about the tipped interceptions. Dak said there weren't going to be any tipped interceptions. When Dak made that comment about the tips, that put some of the onus on the wide receivers for the turnovers that we saw last year. How about some what, of these what numbers? What CeeDee Lamb is saying now, this is on the quarterback. This ain't on nobody else. How about some of these numbers, though? You look at last year with the 15 interceptions. 11 of them came against the zone, and 7 of them came on third down. Almost half of them came on third down. Like, that's, th- those are red flags, man. Those are really red flags because when you talk to coaches, what do they talk about? They talk about red zone and they talk about third down yeah. when you're evaluating quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I will acknowledge that Dak Prescott did not get the help that most quarterbacks get when it comes to passing yardage from run-after-catch opportunities. Last year, Dak Prescott ranked 26th in that category. So it's, it's not as if his receivers were making a whole lot happen after they caught the ball. Now, a part of that could be play design. That, that could be why they ousted Kellen Moore. We'll have to wait and see. But my point is this. They're eliminating the excuses for Dak Prescott. You lose Dalton Schultz, we went out and got Brandon Cooks for you. You've got CeeDee Lamb, who was an all-pro wide receiver. At what point do we look at this and say, it's not anybody's fault, this has to be on the quarterback? If he's getting paid top-of-the-market money, then at some point he's got to be a force multiplier to elevate the play of everybody around him. I think 2023 is the year that the Cowboys are looking to find out whether or not Dak can actually be that quarterback. If he's not, it could be a situation where Dak Prescott is playing somewhere else in 2024. Well, let's talk about that because there's no reason to give Dak an extension. And I we can talk about the salary cap all we want. That's fine, okay? At some point you have to decide – who your quarterback for the future is going to be, and you can't just make the decision based on a bad decision you made a couple of years ago and one that Jerry Jones didn't particularly want to make. No, he didn't want to give Dak that deal. He never wanted to pay him. So now you're going to double down on it and make it even worse for a few more years? Not just double down on it. You're going to up the ante, good fella, because it ain't going to be $40 million a year. That's not the going rate for quarterbacks now. It's going to be 50 plus million dollars a year. Think about it. 50 plus million dollars a year. 50 plus million dollars a year is what you're going to have to pay Dak Prescott. Do you feel comfortable giving him that money? Nope. Do nope. you? Nope. And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I, somebody will, because I don't think he will be bad enough this year that somebody will think that we can't go and trade for a what? guy like that. But when I talk about trading for a guy like that, it's to your point about this being his last season in Dallas. The Cowboys very easily could move on from him and trade him. And yes, they'll take a cap hit. We understand that. What if they go out and trade for another quarterback? Oh, I mean, listen, Kyler Murray's going to be available this offseason, right? The Arizona Cardinals have waved the white flag before the season starts. They're tanking. They're going to try to get one of those signal callers next year, whether it's Drake May, Caleb Williams, one of those guys from the college ranks. They're going after a quarterback, and it makes sense for them because they pushed the reset button. Well, where does that leave Kyler Murray? Certainly he'll be available. His contract, what, he's making $46 million a year? Mm -hmm. At this point, that's starting to look like a bargain for a starting quarterback. Now, he's 25 years old. Dak Prescott is 30 years old. So it wouldn't necessarily be the team having to start over with a rookie quarterback. It would be a young veteran quarterback that presents more in the way of athleticism and overall talent than Dak Prescott brings to the table. Now, I don't know 
that that's going to equate to Dallas being able to do more high-level winning. But my point with Dak is this. If we have to keep asking the question about whether or not he can get the Cowboys to where they're going to go, which is winning a championship, eventually we're going to land on that answer being no. I think we already have the answer. And we're getting close to that right now. Yeah. If it doesn't happen in 2023, I don't know that it's ever going to happen for Dak in Dallas. Chris, this team is as talented a team as the Cowboys have had over the last 30 years. Mm. Right on par with the 07 team and a couple of others, but it's right there. There are no excuses whatsoever for anybody anymore, most especially the quarterback. And I got to tell you, if I'm Jerry, when it comes to an extension, I'll figure out the cap later. Numbers are going up. I I, I don't need to make that decision right now. I I need to decide before I die, by the way, because numbers are so morbid. <laughs> but let's be truthful about it, okay? Yeah. And it's, I shouldn't put it like that. Well, he ain't, but buying, green, but he ain't buying green bananas. Chris, the, yes, the <laughs> clock is ticking yeah. on Jerry being able to get his championship, the one that he can take full credit for. And if it's not going to be with Dak Prescott, why am I going to hand him even more money? Well, to your point, why would I have to give him a top-of-the-market deal now? Like, I, why, why do it now? There's no urge. The like, only the, reason to do it would be that you're going to uh, get some cap relief in the moment. Well, well really? I mean, what do you, why do you need the cap relief now? You don't. I mean, it's not like, what are we talking about? Like, the deals that you're talking about doing are extensions with players that are already on your roster. You don't have to go out in free agency and sign anybody. No. You don't need that cap relief the right now. Made the, now you're, you're the only guy you need any money for right now is Zach Martin. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. you'll figure that out if but you that, want again, to. Again, you're talking about an extension. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb is an extension. So there are ways to manipulate those deals where you already have packs in place with players. So my point with Dallas is there's no rush to do a deal right now. The only reason that you would presumably try to do a deal with Dak now would be because you think the market is going to go up based on the Joe Burrow deals and the Patrick Mahomes contract extension. But I got news for you. CAA agent Todd France, who represents Dak Prescott, he ain't going to take it easy on the Cowboys because he didn't do it last time. We know what the number is going to be. They're going to ask for top-of-the-market money. Why on God's earth would you pay him that now? You don't have to. Let 2023 play out, and we'll see how the Cowboys do and how Dak performs, and then we'll make a decision then. But I I can see a world where not only the Cowboys are talking about finding a new head coach next season, but they're also talking about finding a new quarterback. I, I think that world, uh, it might even be more likely that you're looking for the quarterback than the coach. Because I do think that Mike McCarthy has a little bit of Jason Garrett in him of, thank you, sir, may I have another. Like, I'll, I, I'll just be happy to have whatever I have. And I, I think Jerry, with his finger on the pulse of that, he's more than comfortable with having a coach that is not too strong-willed. Well, that sounds all well and good, but I think because Dan Quinn's defense has done so well over the last two years, mm. and knowing what I know, what people in the organization have said to me, they are waiting for the other shoe to drop with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. If things don't go right this year, Dan Quinn will be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, that's just what it is. They'll bring in an offensive coordinator. They'll bring in somebody else to call plays. Dan Quinn will be the guy. Can we just hit one more thing, too, when it comes to Jerry? Where's Jimmy Johnson getting into the ring of honor? I mean, After Jerry gets his championship without him? <laughs> is, that, That's what is, it is. is that what it is? Is that what it is at this point? Because the two of them 
with Hall of Fame weekend coming up here, Chris, yeah. the two of them stood up together on the set, I believe, of NFL Network. Correct. And were hugging when Jerry got into the Hall of Fame, or when Jimmy got Jimmy in. Got when in. Jimmy yeah. got in. Jerry mm-hmm. was already in. And Jerry said on TV, we're getting you into the Ring of Honor. And it still hadn't happened. What was that, three years ago? Something like that. I, you know what I don't understand? Jimmy Johnson is in the Hall of Fame because of what he did with the Dallas Cowboys. And he can't get into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. And he can't get into the Cowboys Ring of Honor. What is it, the the voters? Listen, they ain't going to win a championship until Jerry makes it right with Jimmy. How about that? Is it those damn voters? It's the Jimmy Johnson curse. Oh, we can't blame this one on the voters. Yeah? The the football writers of America, Uh, whatever. We can't blame this one. Are you telling me that Norm Hitchkiss isn't holding this up down in Dallas? (laughs) No. (laughs) That damn Clarence Hill. (laughs) It's Canty and Carla on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance in Fort Greene today. In just moments, we hear from you on this very topic. Could it be Dak's final season in Dallas? Should they try to move him, and would Kyler Murray actually be a good move for the Cowboys? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, plus no shoes, no utensils. We explain. Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. At this point, is it multiple playoff games that Dak has to win? And if he doesn't, should the Cowboys move on from him? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The lines are open for your response on that right now. 
What should Dak's future in Dallas be? Are we talking about a contract extension? Or are we talking about this being the final season of Dak? Contract extension has got to be $50 million plus a year, right? Oof. $50 million plus a year? Yeah. So I guess if you're doing an extension four years, $200 million, are you comfortable with that? Bubba, Bubba, as a Cowboys fan, are you comfortable with them paying Dak if he doesn't get to the conference championship game? No, I, mean, I think I think that's it. I think we have to get to the NFC Championship game. If he's not getting to that, I, and I'm a Dak guy, I, I think I think you got to move on. I don't think I can do. I still think I can keep doing this every year. And if you're telling me it's fifty million, I, I'm going to say no. I love the way he said that. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to say no. I don't know if I can keep doing this. <laughs> like there was a little crack in his voice there of like, I, I mean, it's it's. Between this and then the Mets right now, it's, it's like, <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't do it. We should give you a second here. I can't do it. We don't have to. <laughs> we we, we don't really don't. Well, now we do. You really uh, don't. <laughs> uh, do you think that they should trade Verlander today, or should they hold on to him for next year? Um, I'm actually not opposed to holding on to him, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, because I, get that. I, I mean, I really think, I mean, the one thing. Unless I, you're really, really loading up. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I actually agree when Epler is saying, like, they're not, like, rebuilt. Like, yeah, they're they're not, like, they are getting ready for next year. They're not, like, tearing it down and completely starting over. They're just getting ready for next year. And I, I do, I Verlander has been great. He's got, like, a one seven four ERA over, like, the last 11 starts or whatever yeah. it is. So, I, I'm I'm okay with him coming back next year. I'd be okay, you know, if we get blown away. Okay, we can trade him. That's fine. But um, I'd be okay with him coming back next year and you know, signing some people in the off season and just reloading for next season. So I'm okay with him coming back. Yeah, I, I think that the move with keeping Verlander is probably smarter. But the Scherzer move was absolutely brilliant because yeah, when you pay down that money and you get a high level prospect, it, Bubba, we Chris and I were talking about this the other day. It's very much like what the Yankees did in 2016. Right. Well, I mean, and it was getting to the point too where, you know, I mean, right now Scherzer. He was just known for not. He just didn't have it anymore. And his one chance was he had the one, you know, in the wild card round. He was brutal, you know. So can we count on him in a big game anymore? And I don't think as a Mets fan, I just had no faith in him in a big game anymore. And so we can't go into the two more years of that with. I just have no faith in Max Scherzer in a big game anymore. We couldn't do that anymore. I think I have faith in Justin Verlander going forward in a big game. But I, I had no faith in Scherzer. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's hit him, Canty. Ace is up first on ESPN Radio. Ace, what do you think about Dak and the Cowboys' future? Thanks for my call, taking my call. I think Dak will have to take a deep run. Um, last year, they, they talk about a lot of the interceptions, but they don't talk about his injured thumb. I mean, I don't like to throw the excuse out there, but he did have a bad thumb last year. Um, but he do have to make a deep run for us to re-sign him. But here's the thing. I get the bad thumb, but it didn't bother him in the game against the Tampa Bay Bucks. The bad thumb didn't bother him in the, in the wild card round. It, it bothered him in the San Francisco game where, where he's throwing multiple picks. Yeah. Like, that's the part where I just – it doesn't sit well with me. And you go back to the playoffs two years ago at home against the 49ers in the wild card round. How the hell do you play the way that Dak did, particularly at the end of the game? That's not acceptable for a quarterback that's making what he's making. 
I'm sorry. You can't be two and four in the playoffs and making forty five million or whatever. Well, the listen, is. Justin Herbert blew a twenty four point but, but lead Herbert's in the playoffs. Mu- Justin Herbert's much younger, and he's got a lot in front of him, and he's got a he's got. I mean, we talk about head coaches. Yeah, it, we would have a long, long debate about who's worse between Mike McCarthy and Brandon Staley. Yeah, both of them are bad. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Brian is next on ESPN Radio. Brian, what do you got for us, bud? Ooh, Brandon Staley, Mike McCarthy, that is a toss-up. Mike McCarthy, remember, did lie to Jerry Jones and said that he spent the summer in the you know learning computers and then laughed it off later. He really didn't do that. But, no, you got to re-sign Dak because he is key for all you guys' salaries. Gives you everything to talk about in the dog days of summer. He'll always be mediocre. It'll always be a thumb, an ankle. Ooh, his back. Just enough to keep him around. So, Jerry, pay the man. Can't wait for more Dak. Oh, God. Hey, the man, I can't wait for more Dak. I'm sorry. We've been talking about the Cowboys before Dak Prescott got into the NFL. We're going to talk about the Cowboys after Dak Prescott leaves. Am I channeling my inner Jim Ursay right now in saying that? Does Dak Prescott equal ratings? No. I mean, no. it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, the star yeah. equals ratings. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, if you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, it's like being the shortstop for the New York Yankees once yes. upon a time or being the center for the L.A. Lakers. We are going to talk about that person. You don't think we talked about Tony Romo? Of course. Of course but, we talked about Tony Romo. But that being the case, he is not the reason. Unless he's a superstar, no. he is not the reason for the ratings. No. The star is the reason. Mike is next, ESPN Radio. Mike, what say you, brother? Man, how y'all doing? Good. Uh, I'm just saying, the, the, the Cowboys got to keep Dak Prescott. You know, quarterback is hard to come by. The guy could play. I question the coaching for the last couple of years, but the guy could play. If you can find a better replacement, then maybe. But I'm not sure about that one. Would you like Kyler Murray over Dak Prescott? Never. Never. No maturity on that guy. No maturity. Well, yeah, but you know what? At some point, we all do mature. Yeah. for the call. We all do. And when he's got five years on Dak and that kind of athletic ability and locked up, all I'm saying is, you know what? Keep an open mind this year on that. Well, here's the thing. Dak Dak Prescott was a fourth-round draft pick. Kyler Murray was the first overall pick. Yeah. So just from a sheer talent standpoint, the league told you Kyler Murray is a more talented quarterback than Dak Prescott. Now, if he'll ever realize his full potential, that remains to be seen. The injury concern, I get that too. But it feels like Kyler Murray is a more talented quarterback. Kyler Murray will likely be available – after the season, he's going to be cheaper at $46 million a year as opposed to what you would have to pay Dak on a new contract extension. Kyler Murray also grew up 10 minutes from the Cowboys stadium. <laughs> so, I mean, there, there are all of these things that I would say that might not be the worst alternative to Dak Prescott if Jerry isn't sold on Dak being his long-term option to get him a Super Bowl. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. God, I just got a little something in my throat right there. That was weird. Anyway, Canty, despite what the GM said, we know it's a fire sale in Queens. Is the wrong team putting everything on the block. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Greeny, the podcast. The Mets are going to be talking with other teams about moving Verlander. What I think Brian Cashman doing is he's just listening. I think people waiting for a blockbuster move might be disappointed. The Padres are going to entertain offers for Josh Hader and Blake Snell. 6 p.m. Eastern time today, so about six and a half hours from now, the MLB trade deadline, and ESPN has got you covered. The Baseball Tonight trade deadline special on ESPN and the ESPN app from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern today. Eduardo Perez, Tim Kirchin, Buster Olney, Carl Ravitch, Kylie McDaniel, Jeff Passan, all a big part of it. Eduardo joins us right now to discuss. Eduardo, it's Chris Carlin. Chris Canty in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio. So who has improved the most already ahead of this deadline? The best answer and the right answer is the Texas Rangers. All right, They have gotten better because of their injuries. They needed to make moves. And Chris Young, their general manager, is supplying Bruce Bochy with all the pieces that he needs as a starter, uh, with Scherzer, you can go all – there's so many ways that they can get better. But you giving Bruce Bochy more bullpen depth and experience is exactly what this team needs to get over the hump, knowing that the Houston Astros are now healthy and they are going to be very good down the stretch, a team that's very tough to strike out. They need that depth in the Texas Rangers – are doing it right now, knowing that their starting pitching in the month of July was just absolutely terrible. Eduardo, what do you make of the Angels' activity over the last week or so leading up to today's trade deadline, the moves that they've made? Puzzling. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be straight up with you. I think that the Angels are the maximum disruptors in all of this trade deadline. And when they came out and they said that Shohei Otani was not going to be traded, that's when teams started making moves. That's when the White Sox started unloading some of their pitchers. That's when other teams were like, okay, if Shohei's not going anywhere, then what do we do now? Um, I think a lot of people were waiting for that. I think what the Angels did, I think something um, – I've heard people say it's a malpractice. I've heard people say it's irresponsible. I, I, I agree. 
it's to the point where I think Artie Moreno, as as the owner, is making this executive decision, saying I'd rather keep Shohei now, and hope that if we continue to add pieces and continue to take players like C.J. Crone, like Grichuk. Uh, out of the market. You continue to make trades to try to make this team better when you have 17 players on the IL, including Mike Trout. I just don't know how they're going to be able to pull it off. And if they do, this is setting back the organization years. I'm talking about more than six or seven years with the kind of talent that you would have been able to get for Shohei Otani. So with that in mind, just to kind of encapsulate that, this, in your mind, could actually hurt their chances more of keeping Otani rather than help them by showing them more willing to go in. You know, a lot of people say, well, you don't want show Otani to taste and see if the grass is greener on the other side for two months, right? Mm-hmm. But that's a risk. That's a calculated risk you can take, and I get it. And I understand Shohei Otani puts people in the seats uh, to be, you know, to make this show very G-rated. But the bottom line is, Shohei Otani would have gotten you the possibility of an unprecedented amount of talent, high-quality talent that could have helped the organization and turned the organization around for the better. And he wasn't able to – they're not able to do that now. And I think as much as Artie Moreno wants to satisfy the fan base by keeping Shohei Otani there for two more months, the reality is he could have gotten him on the free agent market, just as he's going to go anyway in two months. And what guarantee do you have of going to the postseason? And if you do, how far are you going to go with the pitching that you have right now? Um, anything could happen when you get in, but I just, I, I just think that this was, this was just a huge mistake by the LA Angels in not being able to trade Shohei Otani and knowing that the value of the organization lies in wins, not just one player. Talking with ESPN Major League Baseball analyst Eduardo Perez on Greeny. And Eduardo, one of the biggest names that people are going to be watching leading up to today's deadline is Justin Verlander. What are the pros and cons of the Mets potentially moving their ace pitcher before the deadline? I would move them. Um, you, look at the, you look at the Mets and, you know, they already got rid of Scherzer. Where, where are they going to be next year? What kind of team are they going to be next year? And if you're, a, if you're able to unload $86.6 million off the payroll next year, and I know that they are responsible for some of that money from Scherzer, and most likely they'll be responsible for some of that money from Verlander. But if you're able to move them, continue to get a quality piece like they did with Acuna um, when they traded him to Texas, I, uh, that Scherzer, I think Verlander can land you an, a very good piece as well when you're on, and you're able to unload that, that money. Um, I think it would be the smart move for the Mets. And if not, then the Mets have to build around that one year of hoping that Edwin Diaz next year is completely healthy and hoping that they can land another free agent arm in it with Justin Verlander. They can go either way. But right now, the smart move is most likely look for depth to continue to acquire in that organization. Eduardo Perez, ESPN MLB analyst, of course, Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, Eduardo, if you are the Yankees, have you done enough to really justify going out and being a buyer today? No. 
not really. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to you know, and we look. I, I am since I got into this industry on this side. I've, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Yankees because I know what it means for the Yankees to be in the postseason. But this this uh, this moment right now, it's it's where Brian Cashman and his team could do and impact a lot of teams by maybe unloading some players instead of uh, trying to acquire and go for a last-minute run. I understand you got Aaron Judge coming back. I understand he's a difference maker. They make, they, they hit better. They, they score more runs. But this is a team right now that is the slowest in Major League Baseball and they're the oldest in Major League Baseball. And Garrett Cole and, just, and, and, and Aaron Judge can't do it by themselves. They have two star players right there. And, and, and right now, for the next two months, to be able to leapfrog some of those other teams that are just getting better, um, I think it's going to be a very difficult move, and they have to be very smart. It's not just unload everyone. It's just to make sure that they are, are ready to compete for the division next year and, and, and still be competitive for the next two months. But I just don't see them. Uh, making the postseason this year. Eduardo, if that ends up being the case, what's at stake for Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone moving forward? Uh, Aaron Boone, I think, is, is, is fine there. Look, this is, they've had a lot of injuries. It, it, it reminds me a lot of 2019. He's had to maneuver a, a lot of pieces. I think when Anthony Rizzo got hurt on May 28th and he had not hit a home run until just recently, since May 21st, um, you know, that that hurt them a lot because that's the leader, that's the type of leader on the field. He compliments Aaron Judge really well. Aaron Judge missing 42 games also did not help. He missed before that with a hip contusion when he went head first earlier in the season in, in Minnesota. Look, Aaron Boone has, has actually managed really well. And I know some of you Yankee fans are, that are listening are probably cringing, but this is the guy that, that gets, has gotten the best out of their players when you go into a series in the last game on Sunday night and you can't play Aaron Judge because he's still not 100%, he's still sore, that tells you a lot. It tells you that, you know, you just get, still have to mix and match. And they just don't have the depth to be able to mix and match because a lot of those older guys are making a lot of money and a lot of them are hurt. Last one right now, top four payrolls, Mets, Padres, Phillies, Yankees, all out of playoff position. So what does that tell us about the right way to construct winning teams at the moment? Well, it tells you that the Baltimore Orioles patiently did a really good job of being able to build their international, their international talent and also their, their farm system through the draft. It tells you that teams like the, the Marlins, teams, you know, they've, they've had hard years. They've taken stumbles. And yeah, you have high payrolls, Padres, high payrolls. They haven't panned out. But then again, I think this year was a different year because of the schedule. The balance and schedule played differently. I think the travel played differently for a lot of the veteran players. And I believe the time, the timer played differently for a lot of veteran players. A lot of young players had this, had this timer in the minor leagues. And they understood the time clock in the minor leagues. They understood how to maneuver it really well. The veteran players did not. They were resistant. And early on, we saw the effects not only with the hitters, but also with the veteran pitchers. And it, 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 taught, them, it taught them a lesson. And I think they're going to train differently in the offseason. But this is a faster sport right now. 
And I think this is why the young teams, the teams that aren't making that much, the teams that aren't having a high payroll are taking advantage of this situation this year. Baseball tonight, trade deadline special on ESPN and the ESPN app, 4 to 6 Eastern, Eduardo Perez, Tim Kirch, and Buster only, Carl Ravich, Kylie McDaniel, Jeff Passan, all will be there as the deadline comes up at 6 p.m. Eastern today. Eduardo, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. In for Greeny today, we are presented by Progressive Insurance Eduardo was right. As a Yankees fan, I didn't want to hear that about Aaron Boone. I know you didn't. Now, he didn't say anything about Brian Cashman, and it's hard to see Cash going anywhere because they just gave him more money. But, I, but I, Chris, I do believe, not, not after this year, yeah. okay? But if next year goes somewhat similarly, similarly, this could be it. But how could it not, based on what Eduardo oh, just did in breaking it down? He said they're in the old and they're right slow. They're has- not athletic. Brian Cashman and people, if you haven't paid attention to what's going on since George was really, truly in charge, and, and not just alive, but really, truly in charge of what's going on, Brian Cashman has done an amazing job at ingratiating himself with the Steinbrenner family and has, in essence, become the fifth Steinbrenner and, in the process of it, has completely changed where the bar is in lowering it from our edict every year is to win a championship to let's win 90 to 100 games, get to the postseason, and see what happens. Because Hal is more interested in what the Excel spreadsheets say than what the standings and the postseason says. And I think Brian has done a magnificent job of finding his way into that family and really really almost boring his way into a permanent spot here. I honestly do believe if it gets too loud this coming off or this coming off season into next year, if it doesn't go well next year, they may finally do something. They may finally do something because Chris, this is, this is really and truly the loudest it's gotten about Cashman. Speaking of getting loud, did you see what happened with big perk in Vegas at an AAU tournament? Perk got thrown out of an AAU tournament. How the hell does that happen? Youth sports strikes again. They charged me 20 bucks to get into a 12 and under football tournament this past weekend. And then Perk's getting thrown out of AAU games. Look, you're not a father yet, right? No. No. What kind of father do you think you're going to be at youth sporting events? I feel like I'm going to be the hands off father like you want to be right i just want to be because i don't want to put that pressure on my kid right yeah but is there a part of you that will watch and will get frustrated if you have a coach that you feel like is not coaching the right way well in this situation it was perk going after the refs after they tossed one of his players and the ref wouldn't give him an explanation right and so perk just kept at it with the ref, and then the ref tossed him. Now, if my ref is trying to serve my kid or my kid's team up the old screw job, yeah, then maybe that might change. But I feel like I got to be the, the parent that's sitting in the back bleachers with the hat down low and just kind of being hands off because you don't want to put the pressure on your kid. No, you don't. I would, I would imagine that you really don't. But yeah. at the same time, like if you have a son 
that wants to play football. First thing you're going to do, he's not playing running back. Yeah. But secondly, <laughs> and by the way, I meant to tell you, you should have told your godson that the other day. Yeah. We need to get a position switch here. Oh, that's in the works. <laughs> that is absolutely in the works. There is no question about that. Of course. That. But, like, I just have a feeling that you might have a little bit of trouble with coaching if it's not quite, you know, if the, let's just say the technique on the D line is not quite what it you, should you be. You know what I wish I could hear? Big Perk's pregame speech to his AAU team. We go, we go serve these boys up a 50 piece wing dinner, all flats, lemon pepper, with the biscuits. And we know how that speech ends. Carry the hell on. Absolutely. Perk, Perk ain't doing nothing but preaching the gospel with this pregame speech. Oh my God. I wish I could hear that. You know, they're having a 50 piece afterward. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. How many, how many do the kids get? (laughs) See, that's just chilly. Man. Tomorrow, another one. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.